right, welcome guys to hey. the 22nd yeah. episode of the Talkaholics podcast. I'm Razia. I'm Iman. And uh, this episode we went through quite a few topics. Um, I think we start off with uh, Iman's review of the latest Spider-Man movie, mm. which was called Into the Spider-Verse, was it? Into the Spider-Verse? Into Some, the Multiverse? Into the... Something like that. You know the one we're talking about, the yeah. animated one. That it came was out great. Recently. <laughs> and so we talk a little bit about that. I have yet to see that one, but I'll definitely include my review in one of the following episodes. Um, but we go into quite a few things after that. Like, we talk about the Myers-Briggs personality test, which I'm kind of a little bit crazy over, but not really. Mm, a little kind of bit. <laughs> um, I kind of give you an update on the Tell Me a Story uh, TV series that I recently started, and I'm on the second episode, so not much progress, but, you know, <laughs> it's fast for me uh, nowadays. And, um, yeah, just things about Toy Castle, a TV show that we used to watch. That was such the ra- that was it, probably the randomest way to end our episode, but, you know, it, it had was. to be discussed. You you know what? Like, it's something. Whatever. I don't regret it at all. No. But whatever. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening in, and I hope you enjoy this one. a movie that I've been wanting to see. Oh my god, yes. For so long. Yes. <laughs> and okay, basically Iman saw the Spider-Man movie. And it was it was amazing. I yeah. saw it with other Iman. Mm-hmm. Um, Iman Kumar? Iman Part 2. Yes. Oh yes, it's second Iman. <laughs> second Iman. Iman Part 2, that makes no sense. Part 2. Um, yeah, I saw it with her the other day. And guys, it's actually amazing. Yeah. That movie has well is it well deserved like the rotten tomato score is like 90 something percent yeah is it and it's I'm not well surprised, deserved it was so Genuinely. good animation phenomenal 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 <laughs> she said phenomenal. it right guys you heard it here first you need to tell me that reference later <laughs> from the muppets <coughs> I don't know this one. We'll play the track in the back so that I know what it is later. She's killing it right now, though. Just so you know, she's really jamming to it. Anyways, so... Um, the animation was phenomenal. Yeah. The... Like, it was comedic. It was sad. It was just great and all its... Everything. And the storyline, loved it. Um, the whole idea of it, the multiverse and like yeah. all these different Spider-Mans coming. It was it was so into and the woman Spider-verse. and pig and all of them. They yeah. were so cute and because Spider Gwen's in it and then Spider Gwen's in it, Spider Pig's in it, um, Peter, Peter Parker's Parker. in it, and <laughs> <laughs> what was that face? Yeah, I can't tell you. I don't want to spoil it for okay, you. Okay, but, okay, okay, okay. And um, there's a twist. There's multiple twists I'm in sure the man. movie and the music. Everything like I, I think the mo- the one thing I fell in love with the most was the animation. Like, yeah, it was so good. One of the so things well done when this first came out, and like for me, the ratings, how this gets, you know, how it does in the box office, everything. Nothing, none of this will be surprising to me because that when that first trailer hit, mm-hmm. I remember looking at it thinking, oh, this is just a fan made one because that style of animation, I've seen it be so popular on Tumblr. Yeah, and like um, you know, like if like DeviantArt, all these other places. Um, because it's more of an indie style. Like, a lot of games look like that. Because mm-hmm. if you notice, it's kind of digitized yeah. and stuff. 
I've never seen like a mainstream movie or company take on an artist that would do that kind of a style. So yeah. I, I was mind blown that it was an actual Spider-Man movie going with this style and it's like, you know, no real people yeah. in it. And like, I, I don't know, I was just overwhelmed by it. So from that first kind of look... None of what you're saying is, like, anything yeah. to me. I'm like, I know it will be. And good. I love how they incorporated, like, because obviously it came from a comic book, right? Mm. So they really incorporated the whole, um, like, the whole comic book theme in the movie, which I really enjoyed. Um, and obviously, like, I'm not as much of a Marvel slash comic book fan as Razia is, so I know you will really love it. If I loved it, you're going to, like, be yes, over the moon. I know. And um, I'm not even a, a big Marvel fan either, so, but I, I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. And I also love the... The fact that there was a black Spider-Man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Do you know how that character came to be? No. So it, it's a recent, like, they created that that character actually in the comics itself. But the, it which was in the past, not a few years, maybe five years max. But basically that character was actually inspired by Childish Gambino. Oh, no way. Because he, like, in his beginning of his career, like, during community days, he used to always say in interviews, like, my dream is to play Spider-Man. And it's to be him. And I just, like, I've always loved Spider-Man growing up. So, um, I guess whatever comic artist was writing, uh, like, one of the Spider-Man comics developed him. I forgot oh, what his name is, the, the actual so character. Cool. But it's based on, yeah. It's based on... That's awesome. Gambino. I actually so. loved it because, and, like, his history is really, like, interesting because his mom is, like, Latina and I think his dad's black. And, like, it's just cool to see that because you don't see that usually in all yeah. the other Spider-Man movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was nice. I really liked it. Which is why, if you it. remember, in, did you watch the other Spider-Man movie? The one with the real person? Um, like the Amazing Spider-Man? No, not the Andrew Garfield one. The one, uh, Tom, whatever his name is. The one. Oh, right no, after. I didn't see that one, no. In that one, Childish Gambinos is in that. Oh, yeah. And he makes, like, he has, like, a small character, but the whole reason why is because they're referencing the fact that, like, he, he ends up being the reason for one of those characters. Like, he uh. plays the, he plays a relative of that, uh, that character that's in this movie. So, oh, yeah, okay. it's like a yeah, yeah, yeah. get it cameo kind of thing. Oh, so cool. yeah, I'll, yeah, it's really intertwined there. So I'm I have yet to see it because I have a friend that I typically go to to see all Marvel movies with for Mason. Oh uh, yeah, and she <laughs> and so I she's like really busy right now, so basically waiting for her to be free to go because we've seen a lot of premieres. So together, good, actually. so good, so so good. Whatever you're free, Ramesa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm not surprised by that rating whatsoever and i guess the next podcast that happens i'll be screaming about it hopefully too. <laughs> um the other thing that i was introducing iman to actually right before this podcast recording um is something that you guys are probably familiar with probably in your social studies class in high school but i'm kind of obsessed and have been obsessed with um this myers-briggs personality test that actually if you go onto google right now and type in 16 personalities there's like a whole website dedicated to this shit. Yeah. so if you're curious um, and I usually ask people this to take this test when I know they're probably going to get a, a, a score I think they're going to get. So Because I know a lot of ENFPs. So basically how this um, personality test works is that um, you, at the end of the test, get a, a four-letter acronym that um, each one of those letters tells you something about yourself. So um, the first letter, it tells you if you're extrovert or introvert, so you get an I or an E. Um, the next one is intuition or something feelings. else. Is it feelings? No, no, no. The next one is. Oh. It's intuition and something. N. What's N? N is intuition. They just like, oh. change out the I. <laughs> yeah. It's intuition. And then the next one is feeling versus thinking. And the last one is judging versus perceiving. So 
I'm an ENFP, which means I'm an extrovert. Intuition. Oh, it's imagination, right? You think so? Right, because that's why they made intuition N, because they're both eyes. Or it's, no, I think it's sensing, because people have ISTPs, so. Oh, okay, I don't know. Yeah, so, okay, <laughs> so, but yeah, and I, I did this at work recently, actually, because I, I, I work with someone who is, a, has a, a completely different personality to me in terms of, like, even her role, what she does at work, what she's interested in, we're almost very completely different people, and so when I asked her, I was like, I just, I'm super curious. She's an INTP, which is a super rare personality type. Oh, really? Um, yeah, ours is kind of rare, too. We're um, 7% of the population. She's oh, wow. She's 3. Oh, shoot. So even less. Um, and So what's everybody else? <laughs> it, the majority is... Um, I was actually reading this yesterday. Holy crap. But there's there's one that's like a good chunk of people. I think it's the... They're called the logisticians. They're just like kind of everyday busy like busy bees like okay. the regular work anyway <laughs> it's not even the important part but yeah i like reading into this stuff and you guys like really need to check out that 16 personalities website if you're curious take the uh quiz yourself iman did it just yeah i just did it right did, before you recorded she did the, the shorthand version of it yeah because <laughs> 10 minutes girl we got time <laughs> Um, and she did it, and she got ENFP too, which I'm not surprised about. Yeah, because, I'm not surprised at all that we have the same personality no, type. Not at all, because like again, like I, I feel like um, if you're if you have a specific personality type, chances are you 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 attract people who are very much like you. So my sister in law is the same type. I have a cousin who's the same type. Tahir, he's the same type. Mm. Like there's just a lot. I usually tell those people to take it, and I'm like, I know you. Are. <laughs> But, like, yeah, and it, it, like, look into it more, I think you were, like, read a little bit, and you were, like, super already, yeah. like, this is pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate, actually, um, yeah. which is kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I remember when I was taking, like, I can't even imagine taking the full-length one, because even this short one was, like, I don't know what to pick, because mm-hmm. <laughs> they only give you two options. And and some of the questions are really, like almost mysterious like they're mm-hmm. just kind of like what do you like what do you what? mean by that yeah you're like um, what do i pick actual or potential yeah like what does that mean you're just choosing a word over the other mm-hmm. basically. <laughs> but i still think it was pretty accurate to what i believe myself to be yeah um and yeah it's nice to see that i'm kind of doing the right thing in life <laughs> yeah. because based on you know what this quiz has told me yeah it gives you career suggestions yeah and everything. yeah like, basically, if you go, like, read the full thingy, like, uh, I'll send it to you um, later yeah. about, like, what it tells you you need to do with your career. They'll give you, like, so for ENFPs, it, it says, like, basically any art kind of related field, communications media is what it gets mm-hmm. you, everything from culinary arts to, like, whatever. Um, but the one thing the other website tells you is that um, because we have such almost, like, ADD interests and we kind of, like, starting one project even though we're on one or yeah. kind of thing. Um, is to do one of two things, do an entrepreneurship or a consultancy, because those are two roles that naturally give you those things. Mm. It's like you're always moving on to the next thing kind of thing with those thing, things. And like, um, it's, I, yeah, that's one thing that is very true to myself. I feel like, and I don't remember if I was telling, I don't remember who I was talking to about reading an, um, an article about um, millennials and uh, their, <coughs> their role in the workforce and how they... Um, can't sit still for long based on uh, compared to traditional workers like older workers now um, because our work now is more precarious so there's more contract jobs and so we're forced to kind of move around a lot and that has made us kind of adapt that kind of thinking like we're not going to stay in one place for too long versus like my mom has been in her work for over 20 years kind of yeah. thing so that kind of was brought up in in the description of this 
um, personality where you're you're kind of looking for something new to do because you can't sit you can't sit still in one project for too long yeah, yeah. and I think that's very very true to myself and yeah. something I've been struggling that Razi yeah. knows with for oh um, quite yes. some time and still am struggling with no, so I, I think that'd be like a lifelong thing for me mm-hmm. o- only because like I've known that about myself and that because there's like a description of ENFPs that is not that we have a hard time choosing career paths not because we can't do something or we don't think we're a right fit for it. It's because there's too many cool things out Yeah, there that's exactly what it is. It's like, I want to try all of these things <laughs> yeah. and I want to do it all at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, yeah. And I want to try it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I don't know if it's just me, but like, I feel like staying in one place, I'm closing myself off to so many opportunities right. everywhere in the world and not just in Toronto. And like, there are so many, I've been... And I guess it's my own fault because I do research all the time about all the other opportunities that are available to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's so much out there that I could be, you know, taking advantage of at this time in my life. And but then there's also the rational part of myself that's kind of like you gotta be stable. You gotta be stable. Yeah. yeah. So something out now. Yeah. Commit all this stuff. Yeah, man. And like I think, um, I think though, just kind of relating to this topic, I, I think I've come to a point with being an ENFP and having that kind of ADD interest, mm-hmm. uh, that that's just kind of how it's gonna be, and I've yeah. kind of, like, embraced it. I think there's a certain point, though, like, in high school especially, where I was like, no, you have to be a specific a person and specifically doing a specific thing, which now I've kind of embraced, like, look, uh, you're gonna be jumping around. Again, I think it, th- there's a good thing about the work world for millennials right now, of like, yes, you're not gonna really see ever anyone have a employment experience of sitting in a job for 40 plus years anymore that just does not exist mm-hmm. um because of contract-based work um but i kind of like that because yeah i, I, I mean like it kind of is it sucks unstable, from a financial but, perspective yeah. but like um just from being able to experience all sorts of industries all sorts of people who were you know like you know fields of work and and given my personality i'm like kind of accepted it so it's been okay but anyways, like, even, like, the people I look up to in, like, the creative world, like, Childish Gambino, we were just talking about him. Talk about a guy who's literally done yeah, and tried everything. Exactly. And because, like, I, like, I want that, though. I, I want, I exactly want a career that he's been yeah. great enough to have. But I mean, he like, did. he also, uh, he also is able to do that because of the opportunities that are like it's because of what he already has accomplished yeah, you know no, what i mean sure. yeah like being so high profile has opened so many doors for him yeah. and i feel like he doesn't really have to worry too much about what no, we worry no, about yeah. because he kind of has it covered you know yeah. financial wise yeah. and all that stuff yeah. but if honestly if we if we lived a life like childish can you know not that he didn't work for it he worked no. for 100 percent, so he's no, entitled to all the stuff that yeah. he has you know done but i if you know, if only we had a fraction of that where we didn't yeah. really have to worry about sure. all the other things. And I think he took, though, a bunch of risks in his career. Of course, I mean, yeah. Like, he start, if I remember right, he did, like, um, a lot of improv growing up in, like, school and stuff and then went into things like community and was kind of at, focusing on acting for a bit and then did the comedy stand-up stuff as along with becoming Childish Gambino, like, becoming a rapper so those three things were happening at once, but then yeah, he, it's a lot. there was, like, remember that kind of news about him not wanting to be part of music anymore? Then he did Atlanta, which is, like, what, directing and writing a yeah, TV show? Yeah, and he's in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He fell out of community around the same time, too, didn't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, he, he has made, like, like 
conscious decisions to yeah. leave things that we're happy that we're that we're good yeah that we're doing good really, for him yes, too exactly. right there's nothing wrong with him doing stand-up at that time it's just his like point in like he goes through phases of like i'm just over it yeah and just drop things yeah um, which i mean is it can be good and bad like yes. you, i feel like if you make a commitment to something you stick it out but yeah um which is again part of my struggle yeah. so yes. yeah <laughs> um but yeah. i agree like i feel like if we had <laughs> if i had the freedom to make that choice, yeah, which technically I, I do have the freedom to do it, but yeah. you know, you have all these other things that you're thinking about that kind of tie you down to your decisions. Yes. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It would be easier to do if you just had, Definitely. if you I had mean, that peace of mind. It's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Like when, when it comes to like making career choices like that, I think Iman and I would both be in different places right now all together if we could make those jumps. Oh yeah. But I mean, I'm just like pointing to someone's career, even Tom Ford, like, I don't know if you know, but he, like the guy who owns the fashion company, Tom yeah, yeah. Ford, he not only runs that as like a creative director, but he, um, he also writes and directs movies or writes movies. He's a screenwriter. So he did, um, that one with Amy Adams that was, that she was in, it was like kind of a darker movie that happened recently. Oh my God. He did. So he's written two movies that were both oscar nominated that's crazy so tell me like how lucky do you have to be in life um he's also, <laughs> like he's good looking he's a good looking guy uh he's tom ford first of all and like owns and runs a really like a, a, a fashion company that's doing really well and can, gets to write movies that's what i'm saying though like, no one thing opens up doors for you and he's talented mm-hmm. though like it's not that, just, but that's the thing like yeah. that's why it's great for like people who are celebrities when they get to explore their other interests because but the fact is they were already celebrities and then that's what opened the door up for them. Yeah. Not that they didn't, th- it doesn't mean that they don't work hard to achieve it. It just yeah. means that I feel like they have it a, a little easier in terms of getting their foot through that door. Yeah. Compared to. Yeah. yeah. It, the movie was Nocturnal Animals that came out in 2016. Um, and then A Single Man he made in 2009, which also, again, got like amazing actors in both. So he didn't really ever start small. <laughs> he's only had like just huge yeah. successes with everything he's had. Which talk about a career, I'm like completely envious yeah. of the fact that he gets to have those two worlds. It's like phenomenal. But again, because like uh, because I look up to those types of people, that I now understand that, that having the personality types is fine if we're just always interested in everything all the time. Yeah, I mean, Why it's a little. It can be like a little challenging. Yeah, definitely. Because have you ever seen like that? Um, I don't know if I saw it on Twitter or on Facebook, but it was just, like, this um, post that says, um, like, you grew up, or, like, I grew up liking, being good at a lot of things, but not being great at one thing. Yes. Have you ever seen that? And that's how I always felt growing up. Like, I don't have a specific talent. Like, I can't sing. I I, I mean, not, yeah, I can't sing. That's true. (laughs) But, like, or, like, I'm not professionally trained to dance. I am not artistic in terms of, like, I can't, visually, I can't draw. Um, But, like, if I were to try really hard, I can potentially do these things okay. Mm -hmm. You know? No, no. Or, like, I'm interested in all these things, but I'm not 100% great at everything. Like, someone who has, like, really, really talented in one specific thing. Yeah. So, that, it can be a little discouraging at times, but... Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one thing I was gonna mention too that that completely left my mind, but that's okay because we'll move on to this TV show that we brought up a few podcast episodes ago. Um, tell me a story. I oh, recommend yeah. it to you and told you about it. You have yet to watch it still. Yeah, I know. But I'm busy. Just a quick update on that. <laughs> I am on the second episode. Yay! Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. The episodes are really long. I think they're 
about an hour each, hence why it's taking me forever uh, to get through it, given that I've been so busy too. I've been so busy too, and I watch it with someone, so I kind of mm. have to wait um, for when they're free. Uh, the second episode was good. I think I liked the first a lot more only because, um, well, it's an episode that you get introduced to that huge cast that I was saying. So it was a lot more like, it was a lot of new things happening at once, mm -hmm. which kind of um, is a lot different than the second story, the second episode, which really is trying to just set, it's, it's that part of the show right now where they're setting up for other things that will eventually be the finale mm -hmm. of the show, uh. the, of the season, do you know what I'm saying? So a lot of just dialogue for the sake of dialogue. A lot mm. of just, like, you know, um, in-between things. So not as, like, um, like impactful as the first episode was by any means. Yeah. Um, but still good. Like, I still like seeing how they manage to juggle all those, like, different plot lines and how they're slowly changing the different characters as we know them, even though we just kind of got introduced to all of them. Still like the show. Um, I noticed though online, like it's getting shit on big time. Like the ratings for really? this are not great. But why? And so I have like kind of theories around this. It's because of the concept of the show mm -hmm. comes off as like a fanfic almost. Because oh, it's because of what though. So basically, the the show is called Tell Me a Story because it circles around three um, Grimm's Brothers tales. So Red Riding oh. Hood, the Three Little Pigs, and Hansel and Gretel. Okay, so did not see that coming <laughs> because it's so subtle in the show. Like, yeah, literally, they don't reference it at all. Mm -hmm. The theme, like the intro, so it's not like in your face, like once upon a time. No, 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 okay. yes, it's not. <laughs> it isn't, yes, and they're not even named that. Like, it's okay, not, it's not ever like referenced. So, I think because of that, it kind of comes off like cheesy or whatever, uh, or been done before, or whatever. So, I think there's that. Um, and also because none of the actors in this are I'm trying to think. I think there's one or two I've seen before in like major shows, but no, but no real big stars. Oh. I think I honestly think one of the actors in that is has been in Vampire Diaries before. Really? Not Ian Summer Halder, the other guy. The um, Stefan? Yeah, I think he's in it. Really? I think he's in it. He's not oh, recognizable. How far he's fallen? <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Yeah. This is yeah. I don't know. Movie. I always like Damon better because he looks better. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Um, he was, which, uh, sorry, this is so out of, like, not what you were talking about, but which brings up the whole idea of, like, bad boy versus oh, yeah. the good guy. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely took up that character. And I think even, like, in real life, the actor Ian Somerhalder is, like, an asshole. No! Isn't he, is he not? I oh, like, I don't know personally, but, like, yeah. the, the image he portrays is definitely not. Like, he's, like, save the animals. Oh, he's like, He's, like, yeah, he's very um involved in a lot of, like, charities that involve animals and stuff like that, like. Which is great, and the environment and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But obviously, I've never met him in person, so I don't know. Yeah, I'd like the whole I defended him so quickly. I was like, no, <laughs> I've never met him. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I've heard don't through like I've heard through like um, you know, well, I'm gonna say tabloid stuff. So Razzie, mm -hmm. like, it's probably not true, but like you know. Oh well, you know. TMZ sometimes real life. No, <laughs> I, did, I did it. I didn't hear through them. I forgot where. But um, yeah. So far, so good. Like I, I, the thing. Yeah, sometimes it does like um. It does kind of cross the line of being a little bit too melodramatic, mm. but I think if you can kind of get over that and understand, like a, a lot of these actors are fresh faces, then it's like okay, fine. Like I'm still interested in it, but yeah, I'll see. I'll like as it goes, give you guys updates and let you know if there's any other TV shows, guys, that are similar to this. That are I like. I've been craving original stories for so long. Me too. And, like, we talked about this last time. I know. They're so I'm just I'm missing. I'm missing love. 
Yeah. In life. <laughs> and anytime I can get a hold of it, like I think we talked about this when we reviewed A Simple Favor, I think probably. Um, just movies and TV shows and, and things like this. Yeah. And I'm like, this summer just was great. Yeah, yeah. This summer was stuff. great for film. So. And I think upcoming now is going to be pretty good for film too because we had like. Um, you know what? This whole like fall season into the winter has been pretty good for film. Yeah. Um, what, what, starting what? from like the the end of the summer onwards, like we had a simple favor. We had uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. We had what else was that around that same time? Widows came. Oh well, Widows just came out yeah. recently, okay. like two weeks ago maybe. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's been the Hate You Give. There's been Black Klansman. Black Klansman, which was a little before that, but whatever. Um, no, like, I have mixed feelings. Um, <laughs> there's been, um, the Spider-Man movie that just came out. Um, we have, um, If Beale Street Could Talk. Yes, yes. I still yes. have to see that. I oh my god, I'm so excited. Um, uh, there's, I think that's all I can remember right now. But we've been doing pretty good. Yes. Like, yes. I feel like we went through, like, a drought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of honestly, good movies. No, not even a drought of good movies, but just too many movies Content. that were reruns like, or, yeah. like, reboots. Or we, everyone knows yeah. this. I'm sorry. Eight months Apple phone. I thought I turned you Made off. Made an appearance. Okay. Um, but yeah, and there's a lot of other stuff. Like I heard this movie called Roma that I think it's called Roma or something like that. Um, that uh, did really well at TIFF. Um, and it was directed by the guy who did, oh, not Interstellar, the other movie that was space related, that George Clooney was in with Sandra Bullock. Um, space? Was it called space? No. <laughs> the one where they're floating all the I know, time. I know what you're talking okay. about. I didn't He's watch really it, but yeah. Director, but he, basically, complete flip of a story. Yeah. All I know is about, it's about a Hispanic woman, and it's, um, like, pictures I've seen of it are in black and white, and it's, like, very, a lot more of a, yeah, I'm gonna say down to earth, but that's, like, so corny, because I just said he made, anyway. Yeah. But, like, but, <laughs> that's like, funny. It's so, it's so much more, like, homely, and I feel like it is centered around a female person of color on purpose mm-hmm. because it's kind of about probably race politics for a reason so yeah just a like bits and pieces i've seen from it are really interesting and actually tiff they did an interesting thing on on the on this topic i told you about this um around the time that tiff was happening they um sent out to people who are like uh subscribers to their newsletter mm-hmm. uh, like they sent out this um uh, movie test quiz thing uh to give you suggestions of tiff movies to watch uh, oh, kind of like on, a personality quiz, but for ca- movies? Based on your taste. Of yeah, 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 So, like, they... So, basically, when you start the quiz, it goes, like, what genres do you like? When you watch a new movie, are you more attracted by the actors or directors or by the... Whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of gets you? So, like, they go through all of it, ask you who your favorite directors are, all this stuff, and then um, at the end of it, it kind of spits out, you know, the top five, like... That's cool. Uh, yeah, movies you should be watching. So one of them was like if Bill Street could talk, which I was like, I already know how to watch that. <laughs> but the the one even before that was this movie was Roma. So I was like, oh, oh. I was like, dang, and it's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. So uh, might as well watch it. Uh, I still have to watch A Star Is Born. I don't know oh, me too. That's another movie. I don't know how many times I just I love can. the. I haven't. I have. Li- I think I've listened to the soundtrack. I can't remember, I'm, but just that one avoiding. song they play in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. And we got another fancy person again. It's such a treat. We're so honored. So I love that song. <laughs> As you can tell, yeah, I shouldn't. I'm not a singer. Um, but no. you're doing a great job. <laughs> thank you, thank no you, sweetie. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I definitely need to see that too. I was supposed to go see that with my mom, but I forgot to take her. Oh, it's okay. 
It'll, we, it'll, see, it'll see, still be in theaters for a while, I think. Is it still in theaters? Yeah, it is. Oh, oh shoot. I, ch- I checked. Oh, um, maybe I'll go watch it with her, like, tomorrow or something. Anyways, yeah. There's that. And another thing, too, that you reminded me to update on since the last, not the last podcast from this, but two, three podcasts oh, wow. before, um, to talk about the Cuban Cañona thing. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I updated you guys in a few podcasts ago about um, this business thing that I have started with my sister-in-law. Um, basically, it's a gifting service where we sell custom greeting cards and gift boxes. Um, and Iman wanted me to kind of update on how things have been going yeah. so far. So basically, the response to our massive like social media posts has been great. I've heard back from a lot of old friends, and like so has my sister in law. Yeah, especially since she's been, like been living here in Canada, and like people back home, and from people who went to school with her, like reaching out and stuff. So seeing all that is nice. Yeah, just like all the support. So thank you guys. Um, for all of that, uh, but yeah, we do have like uh, our first order coming in. So basically, this uh, couple that my sister in law knows is getting married soon, and so they want us to be for um, bridesmaids gift boxes. For oh, them. nice! So yeah, we've been doing a lot of designing. Um, we showed them some of like the rough stuff that I made, like um, just to show them like this the aesthetic, like yeah. the color scheme we were we thinking of, and so. Like, just going back and forth about look and stuff. Oh, and that's it, fun. It, it that's ex- exciting. And, and I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so psyched about it because it's exactly the, the like, the market that we wanted to tap into because weddings are so fun. Yeah. And, like, especially bridesmaids boxes, I was, like, losing my shit over it. So, <laughs> yeah, literally, like, uh, even at work, like, I'm, like, texting my sister all with new ideas. I'm, like, what if you do this? And she's, like, oh, okay. And I'll be, like, making stuff rough on paper or, like, in PowerPoint. Yeah. Just to be, like, this, this is what I mean. <laughs> and, and so she's psyched and so am I. And so it's kind of, like, it's, it, I, honestly, like, this business thing has started because I feel like with my current work and, like, the opportunities I've had so far, they're um, essentially kind of limited in terms of the amount of get design work I get to do, mm-hmm. which has been frustrating. Yeah. Like, unlike, like, the two things, honestly, giving me the outlet I need is this, Talkaholics, because of the work that we get to do is super fun and, like, you know, interviewing guests and, like, doing work with media and stuff has been, like, the greatest uh, privilege and hopefully, like, this gets to a point where we get to do more. Um, but the only other thing is this Kubo Kanyona thing. So, hence why we're, like, working as hard as we yeah. are, and, like, it doesn't feel like work. That's the thing. Like, I feel like I That's the dread yeah. waking up in the morning for work, like, regular, my 9-to-5 work. Mm-hmm. But this is just, like, you're we do excited. a lot of work for this. Yeah, we, but we, you're We excited. put a lot of hour and effort in, like, we, like, went to Cirque just to be able to review, the, you know, it on the podcast and yeah. stuff like that. But it by no means has that same kind of feeling of dread no at all that, so. like i'm excited to come and talk to you yeah exactly. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so like yeah. yeah and it's yeah so and we talk about it a lot i feel like on every single podcast about like where we want this thing to kind of go um and you want to talk about future collaborations too about no what? well i mean i just want to kind of put it out there that we you know we're we're searching <laughs> yeah we're looking no there's a few people we have in mind that i've talked to you about mm-hmm. that i was like Oh, this person would be super cool to kind of interview and like people from all parts of like that artistic spectrum. Yeah, uh, everyone from art, like actual like design artists to poets to all these kinds of things. So if you guys are interested out there, you listen to us. Um, you know, you've seen our work and want to say hi and yeah, want to be on the show, want to talk to us about what you do and put it out there into the universe. <laughs> yeah, even if you're other, even if you're podcasters yourself, like oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be great. That's like. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty awesome to see, like, us interview each other. Yeah. That'd be, like, so rad, yeah. 
There's going to be other people who are doing exactly yeah. what we're doing. And we do have some more, you know, interviews coming up that we've we've set up. So yes. it's definitely something that we're going to continue um, doing in our podcast because I think it it's such a great way to, first of all, open, like, or um, open people's minds to, like, what people are doing out there. Like, for example, in the wall, you know, how, being able for that represent- representation to be put out there for people to understand you know, the struggles that she goes through and the same thing with Zara, like the things that she gets to do and people knowing the opportunities that she has and maybe opens up some doors for, for other people to do the same things. Yeah. Um, and also it's just a great way to have conversations. Yeah. Um, and to, yes, like, dude, Honestly, like, if, like, this Taka Huxby is like an excuse to, like, do the things I've always kind of thought of. Mm-hmm. Like, even the conversations we've had and the questions we've been able to ask mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm like, this wouldn't have happened. Exactly. Like, I wouldn't have just messaged someone. Yeah, and like, just asked them that. No. It would. Yeah, it's a great way for us to connect again and to kind of branch out to the people that we know and to see all the exciting things that they're doing as well. So it's definitely been a pleasure for, you know, the people we've already had on the podcast. And then yes. we're really excited for the next couple of people that we're going to have as well. And I hope it only gets, you know, we only get yeah. to bring on bigger and bigger people exactly i know and, and just like flexing that muscle of like interviewing people and stuff like that's mm-hmm. like it's cool to kind of build on that stuff and like i don't know we'll see where we, where it goes yeah but we're excited i guess we are kind of well we're it's we're we're kind of excited because it's coming to the end of the year right so the new year is approaching oh, yeah. the new year is upon us uh for the new year no um <laughs> no <laughs> the reason why i say i don't have plans I, I i do have plans but it's the same plans that i have every year because um, New Year's Day is my parents' anniversary. Oh, yeah. So what happens is that we usually celebrate it. And also the same day is my cousin's birthday. So um, usually what happens is that once, you know, we do the countdown and whatever and we go, Happy New Year's, then we celebrate my parents' anniversary. We give them their gifts and stuff like that. And then the, we go to sleep and then the same day we go to my cousin's birthday party. Yeah. Um. So while, but as we've gotten older, like... <laughs> It's usually just me. Because, <laughs> like, my cousins will go out with their friends. And then recently my brother's been ditching me to go out with his friends. Aww. But then I feel bad because it's, like, I don't want to ditch my parents. Like, I'm not ditching my parents. My They're with my, like, my aunt and uncle. But Yes. And sometimes there's other family members that come by. But there's I also have uh, other friends who do things. And they're like, come, come. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah. But this year I'm like, mm, should I go? Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I have decisions to make. But okay. Yeah, what about you? Do you have any plans? I, we do. We usually, I mean, for me, it's kind of the same thing of, like, it's always some family event. Yeah. Um, this time, I think, uh, it's probably going to be a family thing, too, but there's, like, a, on Christmas Day, actually, we have, like, this, there's this Sri Lankan dish that, like, anyone, Tamil, like, even, uh, like, I know some Tamil people who don't know what this is. I think maybe it's, like, specific to being Sri Lankan Muslim. Okay. But, but it has a weird name, so it, it's called Takadi, which is, like, basically... It's, like, pieces of dough that you make that are, like, little, like, small ball-shaped things. Okay. That, that has, like, a little bit, bit of a dimple in it. Okay. It's weird. Then it's, like, in in gravy with, which it, with a bunch of other, like, um, meat pieces. So it's kind of like a stew. Okay. And, and I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But it's, like, it to make those things, to make those dough pieces, it takes, like, a group of people to make it. Because oh, you make a lot. Yeah. Um, and so, because like, we only ever make those this dish, uh, when we have some sort of <clears throat> family gathering. So Christmas is perfect because everyone will be home. Yeah. And so we're all going to be cooking that together. And like, oh, nice. It was one of my favorites. Like, it tastes so good when it's done. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to be doing that and probably watch a movie. 
uh, I don't know which one we're going to watch in mind, but we usually have to pick something family-friendly because the kids are yeah, over, so it's like some animated movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think one time it was like Transformers. I was like, oh. Uh. <laughs> right. um, and then New Year's, I think we have like a formal dinner, though. I think we have like actual like people outside of my immediate family, so I have to be okay. dressed and all that uh. stuff. So not as fun. Not as, like, you know, you can't just wear your pajamas. Yeah. Like I am right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just be at home, but that's fine. Like, it's, it, for me, I, like, I think as I get older and, like, lazier, I, <laughs> like, really appreciate, like, the more not-so-like high-profile events during, like, uh, like holidays. The holidays, like these, yeah. You, know, you could just chill. I just love, just I love that. It's cold outside, right? And just, yeah, you know, I'm perfectly I mean. fine with doing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to go nowhere. I'm happy, like, here. I wanted to talk about Toy Castle a little bit more since the last podcast. Oh. Do you remember anything about that show? Well, Toy Castle... (laughs) So, (laughs) basically, this came up in the last podcast because we were talking about Cirque du Soleil and we were talking about the ragdoll kind of puppet... It's a marionette. Marionette, yeah. Yeah. On the show. And then I was saying it reminded me of Toy... Not Toy Story, sorry. Toy Castle. So, there was this show on... Well, um... Treehouse would have been. No, yeah, it was Treehouse. Sorry, it was Treehouse. And, um, which is... A kids channel for only in Canada, I believe. I think it's just Canada, yeah. Um, that just shows all the kids shows that you watch. Um, so it was basically <laughs> the show where like the it would start off the whole show would always start off with these two kids going to bed mm. and like putting their toys away at this toy castle, and then when they go to bed, all the toys come to life, and so the show is about the toys at nighttime. Mm. And I loved that show so much. Like it was so they had like different characters. I they definitely had, had favorites. That's why I brought them. Yeah, up. they had uh. So they had the, the, what's it called? The Rapunzel, not Rapunzel. The Ragdoll? Ragdoll. Yeah, they had the Toy Soldier. Toy Soldier. And the Princess. And the Caveman Dude. Oh my god, I forgot about that Yeah, and it was just funny because they don't talk. It's just like music and sounds. Yeah. And like they would always have like some sort of thing going on. So I remember the one episode I I clearly remember. Yeah, beef with someone else. Yeah, (laughs) the one episode I clearly remember is the Ragdoll and she was trying to learn how to whistle. Oh, okay, okay. Do you remember that no, episode? No, I don't. And, like, she couldn't whistle. Oh, could she, Could they talk? I think it was narrators. There wasn't... They didn't actually talk. I don't... I think they probably made, like... And, you know, sometimes they just make nonsense noises. Yeah, and then they... Yeah. And so she was trying to learn how to whistle, and I can't remember which character it was that was teaching her, but they kept they kept going, like, you know, just whistle, like... Mm. I can't whistle. Mm. I can, but that <laughs> didn't happen. Um, And she kept just opening her mouth really wide and going... Like, just blowing air. And I just remember that taught me how to whistle because, like, she finally learns at the end of the episode. And I'm like, I could not. That's so cute. That's so cute. But there was now. Yeah. There was this other version of Toy Castle. See, this is what I don't remember. Because you mentioned movie and I was like, I'm sorry. There's a movie. There was this movie version of Toy Castle. In the meantime. That came on, like, once a year. And it was cool. It was so terrifying, Razia. Okay. It was so terrifying. It was, like... A dark version of Toy Castle, and it was, it was like a, kind of like, it kind of reminded me of, like, the Nutcracker, almost. Okay. Because it was, like, a ballet-style thing, because they were dancing and stuff like that. Yeah. But then it was just really creepy, like, the people's faces were so creepy. Oh, the, the mouse one? Sorry, the mouse and the ballerina? Wait, and no. The sailor? This is the same show. This is not the what? movie. What? Volume is... one, volume... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, the red Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but there was a there was a really scary version. I'm telling you. I really typed in movie and it's giving me nothing. It was really scary. It wasn't called Toy Castle, I don't think. Okay. But it was like similar. It wasn't the same actor as nothing. Okay. It was like completely different, but it was the okay, same okay, concept. Okay, okay. But it was so it was so scary. It would give me nightmares. Oh. Um <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, 
That was good childhood memories. Oh, man. Yeah, the one thing I was only going to mention about Toy Castle is that my favorite on this was uh, the red and black one, who was, like, kind of looked like a Joker. Just oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> that little I remember that. But Anyways, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up here. We spoke about a lot, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know where to catch us. You can follow us on Instagram to see all the updates. Um, we're on YouTube and SoundCloud. That's where you can see all our content. And always, as always, you can, you know, email us. Yeah, and like we so. said earlier, too, if you are interested in collaborating with us and being on the podcast, uh, you know, reach out on, or, you know, via Gmail or wherever you want to find us. Even, like, DM us on Instagram. That's fine with us, too. We we're just checking everything just to be able to interact with any of you guys. So, yeah. Uh, more than available. <laughs> talk sure. to us. Please. <laughs> Anyways, um, we hope you guys enjoyed and we will talk to you guys on the next one. See ya. Bye.